entertain? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first episode of Mop the Floor Fantasy Podcast, presented by Stack Patty Sports. I'm your host, Hank, and I'm juiced to bring this episode to you guys. Uh, I'm here with my co-host, Big Fern. Big fucking Fern. Hank the Tank. This is exciting, bro. Yeah, man. Ready. Really is. I've been We've been talking about this. this for about a few weeks now. Yeah, yeah. It's finally coming to fruition and, you know, getting everything on the straight and narrow and Taking our first steps down this journey. Yeah. I'm excited. Uh, tell fun. the people about yourself a little bit. Well, Hank introduced me. My name's Big Fern. Uh, I've been doing fantasy probably hardcore for like the past five or six years. Just keep on joining more and more leagues. Most of them being PPR. Um, I don't know if anybody really plays standard anymore. but That shit's old school, bro. Dude, <laughs> they use a horse and buggy to travel yeah. if they're playing with that <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> but no, man, it's something that... Uh, I ingratiate myself with, especially during the football season. Yeah. Like I told you earlier, that shit has me in a chokehold. It's something I love. And it brings you more people and players to light that you normally wouldn't pay attention to. So just expanding that knowledge and sharing with, with everybody is going to be fun. Yeah. I feel I have my uh, strong sides with it. Pretty yeah. good here and there. I have, I've had my years. We've played like, fantasy together for the last several years. So I, you know, just like everybody else. Thing. Just like everybody else, you have your years where you just, it's not your year. True. <laughs> like the Raiders. My <laughs> <laughs> but I've had a lot of winning seasons, and I feel like I have some knowledge that I can give to people, and it'll be good. And you tease the people you're, you're a Raider fan, obviously. Yeah. Yes, unfortunately. How's that feel? You know what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> At this point? <laughs> At this point, I don't know. Just like... I just, uh, I don't know what direction they're headed. Yeah. Um, they're in a really weird spot where they've paid players from the old regime big money. I mean, they've traded away Darren Waller. Um, but also they have Jimmy G as their quarterback. So it's like a weird middle ground. Who's I've, not going to be healthy until the closer who, to the season. Uh, yeah. That's the, <laughs> where you don't really know what's going on. Talk to me, brother. So he, There's nobody else besides him. <laughs> I'm not going to start crying talking about it. Uh, Rip. Yeah, dude. It's I would say to describe it between like a rock and a hard place. Yeah. We're being a Raider fan right now. Well, that's the beautiful thing about fantasy football. Yes. Because we root for all the teams, right? Yes. And that's probably why I've uh, dug myself into that hole. And embedded my roots into all these other teams because being a Raider fan and just paying attention to the Raiders is it's tough. I hear you, man. So, well, I'm a Niner fan. Yes, and I can't act like it's always been roses and sunshine no, for us. No, but it's been pretty good the last yeah. couple of years. You know, we oh, haven't yeah. won at all, but you know, I mean, just getting to that point, be able to see your team in a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, in the, what they've been into the past twelve years or something like that. Yep. The thing and, I always say, as long as your team is competitive and, yeah. you know. How many NFC Championship games have they been in? Two. Two winning big playoff games? Uh, just with Shanahan, I was talking about two. Two. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But still, like, they've won. They've had big playoff games. There's been moments that you can look back on and you remember what you were doing yeah. watching those those epic playoff games that you, you know. And, you know, as a Raider fan, you don't. 
didn't really have that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something, you know, you, there's only one winner every year, just like fantasy. Yeah. So it's it's a really fucking tough thing to have to deal with. Yeah. So whenever you whenever you have a team that has some success, I feel like you should take enjoy that because it's not always there. You can be a Raiders fan like me. <laughs> All right, let me tell you a few more things about myself. Uh so I've been playing fantasy about a decade now. Uh I'm also a co-host uh, on the Three Men in Motion football podcast. Uh you should check that out. We'll talk about all things football, amongst other things. We get a little wild on there. <laughs> a little wild. <laughs> Shit gets crazy, yeah, bro. Farts go flying. You know, you know. Dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I just love sharing my insight and, you know, helping others, you know, make decisions on their fantasy teams each year. So it's really the main reason why we're doing this. You yeah. know what I mean? Not just to get our thoughts out there, but also to help other people win. Because fantasy, I'm, I won't say it's easy, but it's... Once you figure out how it works, it's a very fun game to play, and you can manipulate pretty much any position. Yeah. Yeah, and it's one of those things where, you know, if you are playing and you have a team, most people do have an opinion. And, oh, yeah. And it's a, you know, most people's opinions don't always align with yours, and that's the beauty of it. Just to bounce those ideas, just like the conversations that we have. Yeah. That's what I really like about it. Yeah. It's, everything's subjective. Uh-huh. There's, you will rarely find two people that view... Uh, a list of players the same you know? right maybe one or two yeah but one after that it's it's basically a crapshoot yeah it's beautiful so our main goal here at mop the floor is simple uh we want to help you mop the floor with your competition plain and simple right yeah, yeah. we're gonna sprinkle in a little bit of trash talk a little bit of co- a little bit of comedy but the main thing is you know to get you guys championships as we move forward so we're here to provide you with all the tools, insights, strategies, um, all that you need, again, to gain that competitive edge to dominate your league. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're a seasoned vet or a rookie that's just starting out. We got you covered. Um, you got anything that you want to throw on that? No, it, it really doesn't matter. I've seen people join leagues like my little brother first time in, mm-hmm. and he won that year. And I helped him pick his team, you know. That's what, Not to toot my that's own horn duty, a little bro. bit, but, you know. That's your duty. But that's that's also going back to the beauty of fantasy football it's you may think you have the best team in the world once the season rolls around you never know oh yeah it's it's truly a week-to-week game yeah that's what's beautiful about it man yeah so unpredictable yes um now let's talk rankings uh we know how crucial they are when it comes to drafting and managing your team uh that's why we'll have redraft rankings available on the stack patties website uh we'll also have dynasty fantasy football rankings as well this is year-round people, so there's going to be you know continuous content just pumping out. Oh yeah, with the dynasty stuff, it it helps too because, like we talked about earlier, off off air, coming up here is there's a little bit of dead time. So, as far as sports goes, yeah. So we can getting into those dynasty rankings and looking at the long-term view of it is is pretty in- interesting. Yeah, and some good uh, conversation and and how you rank players, like with D Hub. Or Dalvin. Yeah, to be decided, you know, just, right? Just, those are just two players that are they can go one way or the other. <sighs> Depending on the situation, both those guys can jump to the top ten. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Which they've been there before. So yeah. um now let's talk about the off season. Uh just because the NFL season is over doesn't mean football stops. Um we're gonna do team by team, like deep dives into all fantasy relevant players. Uh friend and I were speaking. 
believe we're going to do divisions, right? Yeah, we, divisions. We, we can do it. We can we can speak more on it. But yeah, we can. You know, every division has four teams. Just talking about the most fantasy relevant players on the team and breaking them down and go from there. We can even do, you know, rankings on who has the most fantasy relevant, like fantasy best fantasy teams. Yeah, yeah. You know, so there's there's a lot of ways we can go, and, and I'm excited for the content that we can brainstorm up and and get together. Just oh, we're gonna about put a bunch now. of shit out there. Yeah, yeah. We're making babies over here. Folks. Ooh, <laughs> you gave me the fuck me eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, here's the thing, though. We're not here just to throw numbers at you guys. Uh, we also want to create a community. That's another one of our big goals here, a place where we can all come together, yeah. a place where we can all kick it. That's just for us. Niggas ain't got to get all dressed up and be Hollywood. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Share a passion for the game and have some fun. Shout out to Tupac. Doug's Mansion, baby. It's a fucking banger right there. Classic. Okay, so we'll also be engaging with our listeners through social media, taking your questions and discussing topics that you guys, you know, want to hear about. My Twitter account is at Hank89SP. Fern is in the works of making his uh, Twitter account, yeah? Yeah. You're going to create one here soon? Yeah, I'll create one. Hopefully, uh, the username of Big Fern won't be taken. Big Fern! With two eyes. Um, We also have, I don't know if we do it on Instagram. We will. We We can post stories and, you know have people drop their questions on there um but yeah big friend on instagram i know you have an instagram as well you're not as active on it though huh? no i'm more on the twitter yeah quickly uh we're gonna cover some uh fancy relevant news coming out of otas um feel free to fucking jump in whenever you like are there any actually off the top of your head that you want to start with um i know we you had one written down um being a raider fan and and honestly you know like we said this is going to be a fantasy podcast specifically so i've me personally i don't feel like it's too fantasy relevant in, in regards to this specific topic with jimmy g i mean it doesn't move the needle it doesn't move the, it doesn't move the needle he's a mid qb2 mm-hmm. back end qb2 in my opinion he's going to be somebody who's on the end of your bench or a fill-in if you need him if he's healthy um but that is pretty interesting to see that uh that little caveat they put in there that little waiver clause for his foot yeah, and uh, I, you know, I remember we were talking about it when it first happened. When they're supposed to introduce him, I thought they were. I was hoping they just weren't going to sign him. Yeah, but uh, now it makes sense. Ding ding ding. Forward. But I think that's the guy they want, and you know, hopefully his foots uh, will be okay, ready by the time a training camp rolls around. Yeah, um, I don't think you really have to worry about Devonte Adams or Josh Jacobs. They're so great. They're um, whoever's throwing them the ball or leading the offense. I don't think it's going to affect them much at all. No, no. So. I mean, we've seen Devonte do it with with lesser QBs at times, and he's just—I feel like he's last that year, dude, bro. Yeah, there's not much that needs to be said about that. All right. Um, next up, we have Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson. Um, it's being rumored that he's going to throw more and run less. Yeah, you buying into that? I'll believe it when I see it. With a guy that talented with his legs, you can't just. It's it's going to be more off the cuff. Yeah, I you know? think I believe it's just going to be a completely different system. So yeah. I think it's going to be more vertical shots, which Lamar can do. Mm-hmm. And Lamar is always going to run, which you just alluded to. He's you know when he scrambles, man. I mean, it's just there. Yeah. So it's poetry in motion. Seeing that guy, and they're just, adding weapons, man. Yeah, they they got a solid supporting cast around him. As far as receivers, drafted yeah. the young kid Flowers, Odell, and. uh See if he has any juice left. 
Uh, I'll tell you right now, my, my personal take, uh, I love Lamar for fantasy purposes. J.K. Dobbins, pretty solid running back, but I don't want any of the wide receivers this year. I think I'm still leaning Mark Andrews is going to be the top dog. Yeah. Yeah, that that offense runs through as far as Ariel is going to run through Andrews. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm interested to see uh, what Bateman uh, can do. With He's been injury prone year. his past two years. So, I mean, there's a reason he was a first-round pick. and he, He's he, been he, good. He had flashes, He's especially in that Dolphins game last year. Um, a deep threat. And and like you said with Dobbins, yeah, he can be good, but he he had a tough time. He was tough coming go back. Of it. Yeah. I think uh, people underestimated how bad his knee was. Yeah. So He looked pretty good at the end of the year, though. Yes. Yes. He's one of those guys that will probably get you – 100 yards on you know 20 carries but i don't as far as ppr is concerned i don't know if he's going to be the the stud that we'll see we'll see the system that they're running but um scrambling quarterbacks typically don't check down right Right. yeah but that reflects in the rankings where he's going yeah and then it's it's an offense that i'm really interested to see uh what happens this year and it's going to be exciting hopefully good riddance to um roman greg roman (laughs) yeah that that dude bro right all right, um, so the 49ers, we got a little bit of a quarterback competition. So it's coming out that Trey Lance has taken majority of the first team reps over Sam Darnold with Brock Purdy obviously rehabbing. Mm-hmm. you have any thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I, I think John Lynch has made it clear that Purdy's their guy. So if Trey Lance comes out in, in OTAs and training camp, if Purdy's, I'm, I'm assuming Purdy won't be ready to go by training camp. Um, we'll see. Yeah. I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. It, uh, you're getting so many different reports right now. They're they're in a very strange spot, almost akin to where where the Raiders are at. But they have backup plans. Yeah. But it, they they have some um, decisions to make, and they're going to be tough ones. Because if Trey Lance comes out and he's healthy, and he just starts lighting it up, and he shows a passing prowess, we are most people know what he can do with his legs. Um, he fixed his throwing motion too. We'll yeah. see when the bullets are flying though. Right. Once you get that that live action underway, you get the pads on. Um, I'm very interested to see what happens. Let me ask you this: um, Who do you think is uh, who do you think will do more fantasy wise for um, you know the pieces on offense? Who do you, who do you Ooh. think that the, those weapons? Which quarterback it's, do they have a higher ceiling with? Uh, I think Purdy. He I think proved so it. Too. He proved it last year. Yeah. Now, can can he? I mean, what was that? A eight game stretch? Yeah. Seven game stretch? Fantasy purposes only. That's what I'm speaking. Yes. Um, so the sample size is, is pretty small with Purdy. Um, obviously, they're bringing back most of their same weapons on offense. Um, Purdy, yeah. in my opinion. He, and he's. Debo's going to get his money. Uh, yeah. Kittle, you know, is, can be up and down. Hopefully, he can stay healthy. But. Um, Purdy can scramble, but he's typically not going to be like a rushing quarterback. No. So he's, you know, he's going to check the ball down. Yeah. And there's a bunch of checkdowns in Kyle Shanahan's offense. Mm-hmm. If Trey Lance were to win the quarterback, you know, position, yeah, it might take the Niners' entire offense to another level, but his fantasy ceiling might be really high. Yeah. But everyone else on the team it's is gonna probably going to take a hit. Mm-hmm. So and, we'll see. And we've seen last year with Purdy that a lot of players can be can be relevant specifically the player i'm alluding to is Ayuk. Uh, yeah he he kind of breakout right breakout and then you know there were some games where you know he, he didn't have it but i think consistently purdy is going to be the guy for fantasy purposes that you're going to want to be quarterback in the 49ers yeah 
So we'll definitely be paying close attention to that. Um, another quarterback competition, uh, Tampa Bay. It is just an ugly competition. Did you see any of the clips? I did. Uh, they were <laughs> Speak on it, brother. Just helmets and T-shirts, and the passes were sailing over their head. Ten-yard outs. It, it was bad. That was painful to watch. It was, like, cringy. I, it was 10 seconds. I'm like... <laughs> I know it's early, but I'll tell you this. I don't want any Chris Godwin. I don't want any Mike Evans. No. I'll take a running back. Rashad White, if he does win the job, because, I mean, you know, it's running back production is going to mm-hmm. be there, or at least the touches will be. But yeah. the entire offense is going to be chalked after Tom Brady, right? Yeah. Yeah. That If, if it's any anything like it looked like in in those clips. And I just... And we know it's early, people. It's, it's early, but it's still Baker Mayfield. And Kyle Trask has yet to proven anything yeah. in the NFL. So it's one of those where you're... You're not touching that offense with a 10-foot stick. Uh, unless they come out in preseason and you start seeing these things, but then again, it's preseason. So, um, All right, things can change. But then that also means maybe you can get these players at a discount. And if, uh, um, say, a Mike Evans. Yeah, um, okay. A Chris Godwin, a slot receiver who's, you know, going to do most of his work within the 5- to 10-yard range of the field. If you can get these guys at a discount in the later rounds, they That's might the be thing. worth it. They're That's not going to be a... a a premium pick, in my opinion. No, if the value is right, if yes. you're getting either of those dudes in double-digit rounds, you yes. fucking jump on that. Yes. You know? I agree. But I'm not too excited about that. No. Um, doesn't move the needle. No. Uh, in Washington, it doesn't seem like they really have a quarterback competition. I think they're all in on Sam Howell. Yeah. I kind of like the dude, bro. Yeah. Bro, he was he was legit, so... Quick little uh, scouting report on Sam Howell. Uh, he was the dude at North Carolina, and he lost all his weapons um, three years ago. And then he had to finish his senior year with pretty much, you know, a bunch of scrubs. Mm-hmm. The dude almost ran for a thousand yards. He led the nation in broken tackles, and he has a fucking cannon for an arm. Yeah. So you put that dude on the Commanders with Terry McLaurin. Jahan Dotson, who is a huge breakout yeah, fucking star in the waiting. Two uh, receivers that are, um, their skill set is deep. deep really good supporting cast. Antonio yeah. Gibson is a weapon out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. And the whole selling point here is Eric Bieniemy coming over from Kansas City. Yeah. Completely new offense. And Rivera is standing back and letting him cook. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a fun offense to watch. I think he could be a surprise. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you. That's It's something to keep your eye on. And, and, you know, you got those usual suspects, like you said, with McLaurin and, and, Hot, and Jahan. So we'll see. Jahan, you got him on one of your dynasty squads. Yeah. That boy's a beast. Dude. Freaking he killed it last year when he was zone, healthy. Red zone monster. And he's little. He's a yeah. smaller dude. Yeah. I mean, they picked him 15 for a reason. I didn't think he would have the success that he had as early as he did. But I think that kind of goes to uh, Curtis Samuel's injury. Yeah. And he, he, made the most, he made the most of it. Yeah. Now, granted, I believe he did have a hamstring injury last year. Yeah, you missed he missed a few games. And he missed a few games, but I think the upside in that offense is going to be very high with this kid that you said. Yeah. Uh, on the like we just spoke about the Buccaneers, complete opposite for me with Washington because they got a lot of pieces, and especially with the enemy. I'm interested to see what that backfield is going to be like. If it's going to be a similar ilk to uh, Kansas City, that's how I view it. You know, probably is a G- uh, Gibson in the uh, McKinnon role. Oh yeah, that's perfect for you him. Know? That's then, what he's needed his whole career. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's a former wide receiver. Yes, sir. So he, he has the receiving chops to do it. And Brian Robinson was thugging it out last year after between taking the tackles. some fucking gunshot <laughs> wounds. Come on, man. Right. Out there like 50. Bro. Getting it done, man. Getting Imagine done. him after a full off season. Right. I mean, dude, he came back with, what, six less than six weeks after getting, after having that? Crazy. Shout out to Monster. that young man. Okay, moving on. Uh, so the Colts, they, you know, they're kind of saying this is a quarterback competition. I, I like that they're taking this approach. They're not just giving Anthony Richardson the fourth overall pick mm-hmm. in the draft, you know, the starting job. He's got a battle with Minshew. Yeah. Minshew's not bad. No, he's he's I think he's one of those uh career long backups though. I think the, the longer that this goes on, you know, the battles that they have in camp, uh Richardson should show that he's a better player and prospect obviously. The I think he, was, he starts, yeah. Yeah. I think they're just doing this for I mean, they've they've had as far as quarterback <laughs> since luck has gone, they just have not no luck. Had any <laughs> any form of stability at all. So you, you know you you spend that premium pick drafting. It's a Anthony. perfect marriage. It is, it is. You know why not? What do you have to lose? Especially in that division, you know. They're I don't see any benefit. The Jags. Right, the Jags is is the front runner. I feel like in most people's minds in that division. Agreed. But um, I don't see any benefit that they have from from benching him now. If if Minshew comes up and beats him fair and square, and and he's the better quarterback. I don't see how that happens, but or any world that happens unless we're in. Yeah, I th- I think uh, Richardson takes it, and if he starts, I think he's instantly a top ten quarterback in fantasy football, just purely on his rushing ability. Mm-hmm. And whenever he does connect on those passes, they're going to be big chunk plays. Yeah, if it works out, even if he's not a great quarterback in the NFL, a real life quarterback, mm-hmm. he's going to be awesome for fantasy football. Yeah, exactly. I just and then speaking on that. With what you were saying with his legs, I'm interested to see what it, if any effect it has on Taylor, specifically in the red zone. Probably. If, if that, you know, maybe not enough to to change where you're drafting him, but definitely not. Th- these are like the little things that I temper like your to expectations yes. a little, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's the perfect marriage, though. You got Shane Steichen coming over from the Eagles, so they're pretty much going to be running the same system the Eagles had going last year. So yeah. Anthony Richardson in the Jalen Hurts role, that, yeah. sounds, that sounds fun. Send it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's go. Um, all right, moving on. So Dalvin Cook post June first cut today. That's is, today's June first, by yeah, the way. You know, is. for the people. Um, do you think they're gonna cut him or what? I think they do. Where do you? Where is he gonna land up? I, you know, I haven't really thought of that, but it's interesting because there's he can go to a lot of places like we were talking about. I think he's he still has a little bit of juice left. Mm-hmm. Another year or two, probably. Yeah, played all seventeen games last year. First time in his career. Yeah, first time. So I think we're pretty much going to be split on. Uh, no, I think we're sitting. We're exactly on the same side here. Who knows where he's going to go? You yeah. right? But we could talk about the fallout. Who's going to be the new running back one in Minnesota? It's going to be Madison, it's right? Be Madison. They put him. Uh, they put him on that uh, that team banner Bro, on took, Twitter. Took Cook down. I heard about that. I don't have Twitter, but I heard they about it. They tried to be sly too. They weren't even. They didn't even try to announce Dude, it. it. You know, it's crazy. It's like their jersey numbers are one digit apart. Mm-hmm. They, you know, two numbers. One or two. yeah, one's two, one's four. Oh, right? okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar single digit numbers. Yeah. They both got the the long dreads. 
visor. They wear like the same helmet. They look the same. Yeah. I think there were times last year. They're trying to be trying to sneaky, bro. Ah. They're trying to be a little sneaky. Hey, there were times last year when Madison was out there. I'm like, oh, Cook is dipping. Right. Oh, that's Madison. You could see it in in, uh, the legs. It's a lot different. Uh, Madison is definitely the. The more explosive back. Yeah, he's and got he, less carries. Well, yeah, fresher less legs. carries, fresher legs. It's it's just the the nature of that position. Yeah, um, I'm interested to see where Cook goes. Cause, yeah, if if like, he if he does get released, maybe he's one of those where I don't know if if they can cut him. And I know it's a little bit of dead cap hit, but maybe they try and resign him, similar to like um, what the Cowboys maybe do with Zeke. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because I, I feel like that's I mean. like the best. Like Minnesota's a great spot for him. And they, yeah. you definitely need running back depth. I mean, at least they're complaining about that cap hit. But if Madison goes down, I'm betting they would love to have Dalvin Cook. Right. So, what is their contingency plan if that's the move for them? And yeah. as of as of right now, and it's you know twelve thirty, nothing's happened. Yeah. So, well, we shall return to this at a later date. Yes. Um, all right. Moving on. Broncos running back Javante Williams. Surprisingly, he was able to participate in some drills here at OTAs mm-hmm. while wearing a brace. Obviously, mangled that knee, but yeah. he's already working out, man. Yeah. They're saying he might be ready for the you know the opening game, which uh-huh. is kind of surprising. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, it is. It is a little surprising, and I, I hope they're not trying to. This is a case where they. I feel like they might need to save the player from himself. Mm-hmm. I don't mean I don't. If he's trying to come back and, and pushing for that opening day, you know, if he goes through all the medicals and everything's fine, then, you know, by all means, go ahead and do it. But I, I feel like we've seen in, in a lot of cases, especially last year, with these guys trying to come back a little too soon. And they're and, shelling them for them, their former selves. They're like, they're not putting out. Right. And you see these guys, they come back and they, they, they injure other body parts trying to compensate, mm-hmm. whether it be hamstring injuries or whatever other types of strange. I feel like that's the Ravens tried to do that last year with JK Dobbins, just trying to bring him along a little too fast. Yeah. And you know, if you, if you have um, players behind him that can carry the load until he comes back and is uh, fully 100% ready to come out on that field and, and do his thing, then that's probably the best option in my opinion. And they, they signed uh Samaji P Ryan. He's pretty and, damn good. He was tearing up for Cincinnati. And I've been reading reports that they, they're preparing for him to, that he can be the lead dog. He can be the lead dog, which he can. He's proven that he, he can Mm -hmm. carry a workload. Yeah. It just sucks, man. Cause Javante is super talented, man. Yeah. He, he tore multiple ligaments in his knee. Yeah. And now that was a very bad injury, which is also why I feel like coming back that, that quickly can be a problem. So we're going to sit there the same on that. Yeah. We see it the same. Yeah. Here we go with another ACL, New York Jets running back, Brees Hall. He's on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yes. So he had a clean tear, clean and tear. he is going to be ready for week one. I feel – oh, by the way, I'm not drafting Javante Williams in redraft at all this season. Are you? Uh, Before we move on. No, I'm going to stay away from him. By the time he came around – if he, by the time he would come around to me, I feel like somebody else is going to pick him up. Yeah. It would be in the very later rounds because me personally, unless – I mean, these are freak athletes, so they can heal in ways that most normal people right. can't. But um, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stay away. It's from probably that. smart. Yeah, Brees Hall, on the other hand, um, he was tearing it up last season, yeah. and now he's gonna have Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. If he just keeps clearing these hurdles, man, mm-hmm. I'm not really you know one of the guys that will draft running back early. I prefer drafting receivers mm-hmm. earlier. 
I would spend an early round draft pick on Brees Hall this year. Yeah. You saw you saw the signs of what he, once they finally gave him the reins last year, what he can do. Yeah. And uh, that's the beauty of the redraft leagues. You can wait a little bit longer to see. And if he's if he's all cleared to go and he's given the hundred percent vote of confidence, I've, he can be used in in. Brees Hall's out. legit, man. Yeah, he is. He's my number two dynasty running back behind only B. John. Yeah, he's legit. Yeah, and especially with that bump of that quarterback they got with Aaron Rodgers there, um, it's going to be huge. Yeah, he's he's somebody like you said. You can spend a premium pick for me personally. Probably be probably middle second round or that two three turn. Yeah, if you have that's the number where I'm one looking pick, for him. Yeah, which is solid. Yeah, it's good value. Yeah. Okay, one more running back. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs running back, the man who won't go away, C.E.H., Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. They say that he's stepping up in Pacheco's absence. Are you buying the hype, man? They're trying to make it work with him so bad. Yeah. I feel like it's like they use that first-round pick on him, which is basically like end of the first, second-round pick. It's still a premium pick, but we've seen what he can do. Yeah. And uh, I feel like the role that... the Isaiah Pacheco role that they're trying to put him in is not is not meant for him. No, definitely it's, it's not. It's not meant for for all these backs. Um, but that's what they're trying to they're trying to fit a, a round peg into a square hole. Yeah, is what I feel like. And last year he got injured, and he can have some potential, but I feel like he's more of a change of pace guy, and that's that's what he can be. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about Pacheco as long as you know he gets through these this rehab. Mm-hmm. Fine. We all saw in McKinnon he can take games over you know when yeah. it comes to fantasy football yeah but uh i'm kind of banking on them trading away ch to the Bengals possibly or someone i would love for him to end up with joe burrow because yeah. you know they obviously the LSU have that, boys yeah the they LSU got that connection. connection boy yeah and the whole you know who knows what's happening with joe mixon i just i think that could happen eventually so yeah. Hanging out, hope for that. Um, is this his, this is his fourth year, correct? Yeah, I just so, don't see it happening with the Chiefs. No, no, I think that 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 his time there is is fleeting mm-hmm. for sure. He'll probably be on the roster this year, and it's one of those things like we were talking about earlier. It's just depth. Yeah, they're not paying him a, a premium right now, so they why? drafted him in the first round, and then look, a couple years later, they take a seventh rounder who looked better than Ch ever has, mm-hmm. helped him win a Super Bowl. Yeah, how do you go away from that dude? Yeah, which. Which is awesome for them, but because they spent that seventh round pick on him, they're not like Very as invested. Replaceable. Yes. So if this doesn't come around, as far as his injury, and then at least you still have that guy who has been your number one back the past few years. Yeah. All right, moving on. Your boy DeAndre Hopkins, no yeah. longer a Cardinal man. Yeah. Um. Good for him. That before we talk, yeah. Before we there. talk about him, the new number one receiver in Arizona is going to be Marquise Brown. Yes. So we'll just throw that in there. Yeah. But more on DeAndre Hopkins. Where the hell is he going to land? I. You know, it's it's that time when when of the year when these players get cut and they're some of them can have big names like a DeAndre Hopkins, like a Dalvin Cook. Hopkins has been cut officially, so you know you see all these things. He can go to a plethora of teams. And I, I got I a big like three he, that I want that I want to see. Let's hear it. Kansas City Chiefs, of course. The Bills, yes, and the Browns. Okay, what you got? Two of those teams are obviously I'm in agreement with the, with the Kansas City Chiefs uh-huh. and the and the Bills. Like I was talking to you before, I, I feel like uh, I would like to see him go to the Niners. Oh man, I would love to see that. I don't know if we can make it work with the money. Yeah, God, that would be disgusting though. Yeah, he would have to take a pay cut. It's one of those things. You know, maybe you want to win, right? Do you want to win? He said he does want to win. He wants to play with a proven quarterback, which right now the the Niners don't have. 
Let's go, baby. But um, yeah, he can go and change a lot of these offenses. I feel like he still has a little bit of uh, juice left. I feel like he is on the back nine of his career. Um, he's never been a big uh, speedster type of guy. He can create separation with just how good he he and uh, how clinical he is with his routes and yeah, very and, and his size, physical yeah. receiver. And when he came back last year from his suspension, I mean, he was. Dog he was and, killing. Dogging these fools, killing he was them. Killing. Then, Showed that wide receiver one. And then cross. Murray got hurt. And then Murray got hurt, and he had his hamstring injury, which I think, I think he mailed it in. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> At the end of the year, they're not going anywhere. Can Why you blame put himself him? up? Come on. Right. And there's been reports coming out that they that he faked his injury, which also is a detriment to the Cardinals because then they were putting out fake injury reports saying that he hurt his hamstring. The Cardinals so organization is fucking trash. Yes, they've been terrible. The GM finally just got fired. He yeah. probably should have got fired a decade ago. Mm-hmm. The dude was best friends with the with the owner, so yeah. I was like, "Oh, just keep paying me, and you know, we'll just see how this thing goes." Yeah. Anyway, that's that's for another talk. Yeah. Moving very, on though. Very interesting. Yeah. Moving on real quick. Jaguars wide receiver new. I love this Jags wide receiver Calvin this. Ridley. Yes. Hey, he's making a strong impression. What do you yeah. think? Yeah. I mean, he has that wide receiver one pedigree, first rounder. These legit. Bam- these, these Bama boys are legit number one receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twenty eight years old coming off this suspension and he had a lot of personal things going on before the suspension which is why i feel like a lot of people may have forgotten about him or had a little bit of a sour taste in their mouth but he is a dog yeah and he is the number one, he is a wide receiver one yeah um i think he does have a high ceiling oh do you think he has a high ceiling this year of course because they have him on the outside you got kirk slotting in mm-hmm. and then you got zay jones on the other side with, with ingram etn run, with and etn and bigsby ingram running the ingram running the seam yeah that offense is very has the potential to be fireworks. Yeah, because Lawrence is the truth, man. Oh yeah, he's finally starting to come around. He's he has this. Uh, he finally got the right coach. They got rid of Urban Meyer, which was a thank God dumpster fire, bro. A terrible. level that I haven't seen before, which is pretty funny. But Doug Peterson, they they found a, a very good a coach to to it works groom Lawrence, and he's. Perfect saw situation. last year, dude. He went toe to toe with Mahomes. Yeah, in the playoffs. That was awesome. Awesome to see. Yeah. So I think Ridley, going back to your point, really is. I'm excited to see what he can do this year. And definitely wide receiver one. Yeah. Potential for sure. Eager to see how high he climbs up in uh, ADP. Wonder where he's gonna be available to be drafted when, like, you know, we have real drafts happening. Mm-hmm. I know you have like underdog and all that shit happening right now. People are doing real drafts, but for like the normal redraft community, yeah. You see how high he climbs because if he gets too high up there, I don't know if I could take him ahead of like the young studs that we've seen exploding. Yeah, you know, right, right? You're gonna go for a little bit more uh, upside. Yes, and those receivers and and you know he has and you know on the other side of that coin he hasn't played football in yeah. almost two years. Glad so, you bring that up. So so getting into shape and just seeing once the training camp starts coming along and see 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 where he's at yeah. physically. Now I don't think he's gonna fail, but like no, 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 obviously. No, no. Getting like back to say, the level where he was at. Got to get there. Okay, one more receiver. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, wide receiver, the hype man, Kadarius oh, Tony. That's your bro. boy, man. That's man. your dog. I hate that more shit <laughs> keeps coming out about him because I'm never going to draft him again. I'm never going to be able to draft him in a redraft league again. Or, I don't know. I'm just not even going to talk about it because we have another draft coming up. <laughs> um, okay, so if all things work out and Tony and DeAndre Hopkins is not signed by the Chiefs, Tony is their number one receiver. What do you see happening? And he stays healthy because we all know that's the elephant in the room. That is the big caveat is if he can stay healthy. And he hasn't done that in the 
in the what three he hasn't years? done it at all in the NFL. This will be his third season in the NFL. Yep. So in his two prior seasons, he has not been able to stay healthy. Yeah. Um we even saw a little bit of that with the Chiefs last yeah, year. And it's you know, some of these these uh hyper athletes are, are gonna be prone to these these injuries, but I mean it gets to a point where it's like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> this, right. You have like degenerative hamstrings. You just yeah. you can't even walk onto the field, dude. But I mean, that being said, he is a very explosive athlete. Crazy. Crazy athleticism. And he has the sky's the limit, honestly. He's especially super with talented, man. Yes. Yeah. Super talented. Yeah. As far as like drafting him, he's another player that I, like I would just I would have to stay away from. I'm not drafting him. I'm not reaching for him <laughs> no. in redrafts. No, if he falls, redraft, if he starts falling, like you said, into the double digit rounds, uh, I think you, you definitely have to take five. him before then. You you would have to, but for me personally, I, I couldn't gotcha. because if you're if you're counting on him to be the way I see it, once I have my roster filled out with with my wide receivers, running backs, all that good stuff, he's a bench stash. Gotcha. With a with the probability to be a starter, but I don't want to bank on that. I would be comfortable with having him planning for him to be a starter as long as the DeAndre Hopkins news doesn't come out that he's a chief. Yeah, totally fine with drafting Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, he, and even if even if you know, say Hopkins does go, it it definitely muddies the waters for the Chiefs if he did for sure sign with him. But for the other receivers, for the other receivers, that offense it. is going to go through Kelsey. Yeah, until further notice. Right. And that see, this is what I want to bring up too. I've seen this a lot on Twitter. People don't think that um, even if uh, I almost called him Tyree Kill, even, <laughs> <laughs> even if uh, fucking Tony uh, is the number one receiver, you know, claims that spot, they're like, "Well, is Kelsey going to take away all the targets?" Okay, a few years ago, we had Kelsey and Tyree Kill both clearing a hundred targets. Mm-hmm. It was just the last couple of years where you know they're just throwing their receiver core together. Yeah. So the targets are there. Yeah. So I just don't see that side of the argument. Like, no, no, they're top five in passing attempts every year. Yeah. So there, there is work to be had as far as target targets for these receivers. Yeah. So that's you know if he's healthy and on the field, he's going to get those targets, guaranteed. It's very exciting. Just hope that he stays healthy. Yeah, that's the that's biggest the thing, thing, and that's not anything that is. It's very unpredictable. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's <laughs> very unpredictable. Okay, one more, or sorry, a couple more receivers here. Um, Titans wide receiver, second year guy. Uh, Traylon Burks, he's been Tannehill's preferred target at OTAs. Mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts on him? Um, I wish he was on a different team. Me too. <laughs> but I am happy that there are no other receivers behind him. Yeah, yeah. He definitely has sh- he has shown flashes last year. He had, he, had, he had his injury. And, you know, I, th- I believe it was that Thursday night game where he really s- started to seem like he was finding his own. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that's a low volume offense as far as passing goes. Yeah. It's going to, you know, it's going to run through Derrick Henry until, sure. until that changes. Um, I'm fine with him being like my fourth wide receiver that I'm yeah. taking in drafts. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, he does have that. Yeah. Okay. Say they only pass 25 times, but Hey, if he's seeing, if he's seeing 10 of those targets, you're more than happy with that. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? You can't, you, you can't, uh, you can't deny that if he's getting that that amount but it's just it's hard to get excited over though right yeah no it's 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 very hard to get excited over just that offense in general it's as far as fantasy wise for me it's just derrick henry and then you're moving along next next <laughs> but burks if you want upside he's got if the you want to get an upside player definitely is somebody you can have your eye on okay our last guy that we're going to talk about when it comes to receivers probably get a little more excited for this one this will move the needle for you so brown's wide receiver elijah moore 
is there a breakout season coming for him or what? I'm kind of buying the hype, man. You think so? I know Cooper's is going to be the one. Yeah. But they had no other receivers. And uh, you, don't, you don't feel that way about uh, DPJ? I like him. He, Jones? He's he started good, to come into his own last year. He's a good X time. receiver. Yeah. Good perimeter guy. Yeah. But I think like Working the middle with, of the field is open. That's yeah. going to be Elijah Moore, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah. All those targets, that's going to be him. And some and Joker, you know, busting the seam. But yeah. I, I think he's I'm buying I'm buying the hype. Yeah. What I'm saying. Yeah. I um as far as a breakout, like do you mean like because anything would be better than the season he had last year. True. Getting to the point where he was like not even seeing the field, asking for trades. You the know. only reason why I'm really excited about him is because the end of his rookie year, when he was actually fed targets. You saw flashes of what he can do. Man, he was the second best receiver to end mm-hmm. the season. You know, mm-hmm. not season long, but for that stretch, yeah, he was the dude. He's yeah. really good, man. Yeah, Same guy that went to the same college, uh, DK Metcalf, with DK Metcalf and A.J. Brown. They both said that he is the best receiver out of the three. Yeah, He's a clean route runner, mm-hmm. and I just think that's going to mesh well with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So, like, PPR leagues... I think he's going to be a nice little add, yeah. like the mid to late rounds, mm-hmm. as long as yeah. his hype doesn't get out of control. Yeah, yeah. If it, if, as long as it doesn't get out of out of control, you got to uh, temper expectations. Um, I'm really interested to see what um, Deshaun Watson can do. Yeah, with having those, you know, he only played what five games last year. Um, came in week 13, and he just looked like a shell of himself. So if he comes out and looks like how he did last year, that whole offense is going to be. They got, they got some issues. Tank. They got some issues because he has all that money guaranteed. He ain't going nowhere. Nope. And they still and you know they still got Nick Chubb. That offense is going to be he's the the engine of that offense. No doubt. So seeing you know they've been a a very run heavy team similar to the Titans. Um, but is there enough targets to go around where Moore can can do some damage? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, nice. and he does have the talent and the and the pedigree to very talented. He can be a, one of those top receivers on that offense for yeah. sure. As long, so it all hinges on Deshaun Watson, basically. Yeah, you know, I, I, I do believe that. Okay, we'll finish up this discussion real quick with uh, do a two for one special rookie tight ends, Dalton Kincaid and Sam Laporta. So Sam Laporta dominated supposedly at OTAs. He was the best rookie they had or at rookie camp. He was the best rookie on the field. That's great to hear. The Bills are saying that uh, Dalton Kincaid's role is undecided or it's unclear yet it's like yeah. what he's a first round pick like they're talking you about better use him as like a receiver yeah that's exactly what they're saying maybe if that's what they meant by their role uh, using him as basically another receiver he's a jumbo slot receiver yeah right six five if it works Big out boy. jesus christ they got they got, for they got some size on the on the edges if they want to use him out there yeah because him and gabe davis yeah you know stretching the field and if look, it works out man kincaid might be a steal yeah I really like. I mean, you didn't mention him, but I like the tight end the Raiders drafted. For being completely honest, okay, Michael so Mayer, bring him up. Yeah, love him. He's a you know he's eight hundred yard eight hundred yards receiving the past two mm-hmm. his last two college years, and he's just he's one of the they called him Baby Gronk. Yeah, big boy. He's not gonna wow you with his speed or anything like an athleticism like Kincaid will, but um, he was the most complete tight end this year. Yes, sure. he's going to give out. you his block, and he's going to be able to be their starter out the gate. And a lot of problem was a lot of problems with these tight ends their first year. It's they're rough. not used to the to the physicality of the NFL game, and if you can't run block, they're not going to play you. Yeah, you, they can't. Facts. They really, Facts. they just can't. That's why I think Kincaid can dodge a bullet because the Bills don't run. No, 
So yeah, he can he can find his way onto Guess the what? field. The Raiders have uh, Josh Jacobs. <laughs> they run the piss out of the ball. So yeah, you better be able to block. And and their and their and their quarterback is uh, is basically a statue. A statue. <laughs> <laughs> he can't do anything with that foot. But on the other side, <laughs> speaking of Kincaid, his quarterback's big, sturdy dude who's going to use his legs, mm-hmm. and that is also a benefit to him as well. But but I like uh, I like Mayer, and I'm. I think he's going to be if Jimmy can stay on the field and be healthy. I think that's going to be one of his behind uh, Devontae Adams, one of his number one targets. A good safety valve for him to have, and he could be, in my opinion, a sleeper this year. I like to it. get in the very late rounds. Okay, so this is my take on Mayer. It's not that I don't like him. I just don't think he's going to have a huge impact year one when it comes to like fantasy tight ends, like ranked against him. Now, if Jimmy is healthy and we all know the connection that he has with tight ends, mm-hmm. if he is fed. Yeah, it it can work out. I definitely think he has the potential to be the better pro out of any of the tight ends drafted because mm-hmm. he's the most complete. Yeah. But Devontae Adams, at the end of the day, is on that team, and he had 180 targets last yeah. year. That's Yeah. That's man. a lot. It's a lot. And, you know, they added Jacoby Myers. Yeah. They still, as of as of today, they still have Hunter Renfro. Um, and that offense, I mean, Jacobs had over 300 touches last year. Yeah. So – are they going to want to, you know, feed him and and wear his legs out like they did last year? Probably something similar. Maybe not the exact, you know, that high of touches for Jacobs, but I do see a route to where Mayer, if Jimmy is healthy, can make some noise. Nice. Yeah. Well, sleeper tight end. Yeah. You heard here first, <laughs> right off the rip. Raider Homer pick right there. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely excited for him though. Well, um, you got any fucking closing thoughts or what? Uh, not just I'm thankful for this opportunity and I'm excited to uh, to grow and build and uh, put out more content for you guys and get my thoughts aligned and give them to y'all. Yeah, this is just the beginning. Some, get y'all some winning mentality out you there. You know, mop them floors, mop them floors, them fucking baby. schmucks. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's gonna wrap it up for our introduction episode. Uh, thanks for joining us today in our first episode of Mop the Floor Fantasy Podcast. First one. Presented by Stack Patty Sports. Uh, stay tuned for more fire content, guys. Uh, we're going to keep it pumping out once a week, right? Yep. All right. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Appreciate y'all.